Welcome. Welcome to Lord Petty or whatever this podcast is called anymore. I don't know. Uh, could be called the Butthole Biden Show, but if I did that, I would be like everybody else who's going to have nothing to talk about outside of the political realm, and I don't want to be that guy. Uh, if you're wondering why I'm wearing sunglasses, which you shouldn't worry about that, you should just mind your own business and listen and enjoy, but uh, whatever you're doing, if you're on the treadmill, respect! If you're um, doing chores, Respect! Um, all those things, respect if you're actually doing something right now. Or if you're just sitting around in your room, listening to moi, respect too. I, I appreciate it. Um, that's my whole thing. That's my whole new thing is uh, gratitude. Uh, my whole new thing is just absolute overwhelming gratitude. No matter what, you know, no matter what is going wrong, uh, I just want to feel grateful to be here, to have another chance, and to experience the things that are going to come my way, you know? Because everything, everything bad that ever happens to you, uh, it's just, it's literally an opportunity, you know? Like, you don't learn from success. You just don't. So if people, a lot of people that get success very early on, they inevitably fuck it up because they just didn't learn the lessons of how to, of how to, you know, maneuver those rough waters. Um, and that's just what makes you even better down the road. So literally, you can't fail. You know what I'm saying? You literally can't fail. So if you take an L, right? If you take an L, maybe your L is this way. If you keep taking L's, you're basically getting half of a W, right? And uh, it's the corniest thing I've ever said, but I came up with it one time while I was stoned or something. And now that's my message. And now I'm going to sell a book about it. I'm just going to have a big L on the front of Utica. Uh, excuse me. Who burps on their podcast? I do. Um, I'm trying to get a job with Turning Point America, so I got to do more cocaine and like drink more booze. Speaking of. Honestly, shout out to uh, Mostly Peaceful Memes for that joke. <laughs> he said that and I died laughing one time. He said something about like Turning Point USA ambassadors just down in Florida railing a bunch of blow. That killed me. Um, but yeah, if you're wondering why I'm wearing sunglasses, it's because I am the only person that has ever gone to an optometrist and came out worse. I've been five times at this point, okay? And this is worse than me buying shoes. Whenever I buy shoes, and I think it's because I have an inflammation problem because my feet fucking fluctuate. Um, yeah. That's such an old man to say, my feet fluctuate, but literally my feet fluctuate. And if I buy a pair of shoes, uh, there's a good chance they won't fit five minutes later. But so I go to the optometrist because I'm driving. When I'm driving down these streets, uh, when before I had my other car before that got stolen because you know that it's totally something that would happen to me right now but I've already talked about that enough I got a new whip and I love it way more Um, I'm driving down these streets okay and I can't read the fucking signs alright 
And I used to have glasses when I was just a little boy, a little toehead boy. And I got, because I would travel back and forth in the summer. I would come stay with my dad in the summer. And I remember one I, one year I just got hit in the face or something like that with a ball. And I broke my glasses and I just didn't wear them all summer. And I hated having glasses. I obviously hated having them. And so then once I broke them, I just kind of stopped wearing them. Then throughout the years, like my eyes just started working. Uh, I got eye gains, I guess. But it's, you know, your boy's getting older. So I had to do what I had to do. And I went to go see the optometrist and this, this old fucking guy, like at least in his 70s. Okay. If he's not in his 70s, this man has done more cocaine than Charlie Sheen. Okay. And I don't like old white men. Okay. I'm turning into a social justice warrior when it comes to like old white men because they just want to steamroll you. You know, they think, oh, I've seen it all. Yeah. And they just want to fucking steamroll you. And he, he's got this, the equipment's old as fuck. You know, when they put those big binoculars that are like some Dolly Parton tits in front of your face. And he, he just asked me, he, he literally, I could be an optometrist. Okay. I could take this old fucking rinky dink Dolly Parton binoculars. Okay. And I could put them in front of someone's face and I could be like, what's the lowest line you can read? Because I know I don't have 20, 20 vision, but I can guess because I've had bad eyes for so long. And I start kind of busting the guy's balls too, just shooting the shit. Cause that's what I do. Like he's all looking at my eye. I'm like, Ooh, we're getting intimate, you know? And he just doesn't say anything. He just doesn't communicate, you know? But, uh, he puts the fucking thing in front of my face with no, no strength. Right. He's just like, okay, with your right eye, what's the lowest line you can read? And I can read the smallest one, but it's not like I can actually read it. I can just guess it. Cause I've been guessing street science for the last 10 years. And I tell him, like, well, I mean, I can guess the bottom line just from, like, I can make the shapes out. doesn't mean I can read them. And he's like, okay. And then he starts, what the hell is that? And he starts going through different uh, little things on the, on the binocular Dolly Parton tits, right? He's like, which one is better, A or B? Or, what? <laughs> I fucked that up. He goes, which one is better, one or two. And they both are just blurry as fuck, right? And so the very first time I do it, I just kind of wing. I was like, ah, two. And it goes to the next slide. Which one is better? One or two? I'm like, ah, one. You know, and they all look like shit. I can't see anything through any of them. And he's like, okay, well, you're a little nearsighted. By the end of it, right? He tells me that I'm nearsighted. And I'm like, okay, I don't really even know what that means. I guess it means that if the tits are in front of my face, I can see the nips. But if the tips tits are in the dip in the uh, uh, in the vast out there, I can't see the nips. Okay, I can't tell if they're big old pizza rounders or not. And so they give me my glasses. I pick out some glasses and they order the lenses, right? And I say like, well, I don't want to wear glasses all the time. Let me just get some fucking contacts, you know. I mean, I've done worse. You know, I got to like, I got to, I've had to do a bunch of shit. I've had to give a bunch of blood. I've had to fucking stick myself with needles and not like, like medicine wise. Okay. Not drug wise. And, uh, like whatever I can put in a fucking contact. I don't want to, I don't want to wear glasses again. I'm just not a glasses guy. And so I go in the little back room with this, with this elderly lady who was pretty funny. And, uh, I was just like hitting on her to fuck with her. 
And I get the contacts in finally, and I can't see shit, okay? I feel like I'm wearing fucking drunk goggles. And they tell me like, well, your eyes, you're not supposed to have things in your eyes. Your eyes are getting used to it. It's like, okay, I trust you. I'm out of my realm. So I leave, right? I leave with these fucking contacts in my eyes, and I actually go look at a car afterwards. Um, and I, I just, I can't see shit the whole time. It's just blurry. Like, I literally felt like I was at the state fair, and I was wearing those drunk goggles when the cops are there trying to tell you, don't drink and drive, kids. And uh, I told them, like, I, 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 don't, I can't see dick. I literally, I, I can't see anything. And then they, you know, they could tell me, oh, you got to wait. You got to wait. They give it a week. Wear them for a week. So I go, I go for, you know, I can't wear them in all the time because I'm be blind. I can't drive with them. I can't work with them. I can't do anything with them. I can't even look at my fucking phone with them. And I tell them, no, I can't see shit. So then they redo the test, right? They redo the fucking test. Did they even redo the test? No, they didn't even redo the test. He just gave me a weaker a, a weaker one after that. Or strong. I forget. I forget. I don't even fucking know, dude. I don't know. It doesn't matter the details. I've been to the optometrist just five times. I'm wearing contacts right now, and I still cannot see shit. Okay? Is it me? Is it me that I overthink everything that I'm like, well, what do you mean better? Should I just tell the guy I cannot read the fucking lines? Because I feel like I've done that. I feel like I've told him, dude, I can't read the lines. And he's getting frustrated with me, okay? He he ran off on me, dude. He ran off on the plug twice on me. And uh, I can tell he's getting irritated. He's like, dude, fucking retire, bro. But here I am. I'm blind as shit. I'm out working on Captain Big Dick's boat, getting fucking squirted in the face by uh, jellyfish juice, okay? I was out working on a... a, 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 a tendering pink salmon and if you're like me and you have no fucking idea what that statement means it means you get a fish factory where they process all the shit while the mexicans work where they can't speak english and actually chop the goddamn fish's heads off and shit like that they all work there and then somebody's got to bring the fish in but all the fishing boats if they don't have a big enough load to put a big old tube in there to suck off their load you get what's called a tendering boat to go out there and suck the load off for them and I went out there with Captain Big Dick and we sucked off like five different loads or something in two days. And uh, I couldn't wear my contacts, you know, like if Boeing, if, if on a fishing boat, it's crazy because there's all this shit going on. It's just like after working in aerospace where everything is so uh, uh, methodical and documented and there's uh, the safety and... Uh, the ergonomics of it, you know, it's all like very regulated. On a fishing boat, it's just like, man, fuck it, dude. You got a guy with like nine teeth carrying a bucket of 600 pounds of dead fish over your fucking head. And it's just, there's a hole in the bottom to drain it. And all of a sudden you got a bunch of juice just dripping in your face as you're in the bottom of a fish hole, just loading a bunch of salmon into a bucket. It's cool though. I'd rather do that than, you know. Uh, work customer service or something like that, but it's an experience, you know. It's experience. Go hang out with uh, Captain Big Dick and go suck off some loads. Um, I'm actually going. Uh, I I I'm gonna go out to Alaska in two days. So this is probably gonna be the last podcast. It's the first podcast in two weeks, and it's probably gonna be the last podcast for like three or four weeks because I'm going out to Alaska to go fish. I'm just trying new stuff, dude. I don't need to do it. I'm just going to do it because I want to do it. 
You know what I'm saying? You got to gratitude, bro. It's all about gratitude. I want to go enjoy. I want to go out to Alaska and I want to see a, I'm tired of seeing the fat whales in downtown Seattle with pink hair. I want to go see a real whale beat, breach the water. I'm tired of seeing a feminist breach the waters of society. I want to go see an orca pop out of the Pacific. So I'm going to go do it. You know, I'm going to go out there with Gert. And uh, because he saw that I was working on the tendering boat, sucking off all the loads. And he's like, oh, you got boating experience? No, not really. I don't know shit. I learned off. I finally learned what the bow, the stern, starboard, and port side are. Okay. I finally learned that. Hey, boat people. Call it the front, back, and the left and the right. You can just be like, hey, go to the front of the boat. You don't got to be like, hey, we're going to tie off the bow. You can just be like, hey, we're going to bring the back of the boat in first. What if you get a dumbass like me on the boat? You know, like I, I cannot. So I, I was actually talking to uh, Cap- Captain Big Dick's father, a uh, great guy. I'm going to call him uh, Captain uh, Megalodong. Um, he was basically saying he got into the industry and he's not like in that industry. He just, he basically said he saw this industry and it's something that was worth putting some brain power into. And that really fucking inspired me. That really fucking inspired me because now instead of feeling, if, if you're a pretty smart person and if you go get into roofing or into lawn care or fishing or whatever it may be, if you do it very efficiently, if you do like a kind of simple thing and you do it very efficiently, it's like when I hired some movers, okay? I had to hire some movers and it was like this younger Asian guy, this real intelligent guy. I think he used to be a CPA or something like that. And he got tired of sitting in an office, so he started a moving company and he was just so on top of everything, bro. He was so good and professional. And I'm just starting to notice this pattern with these really smart people who don't want to sit in an office and just destroy their mental health. They go and start these companies in uh, something that gives them a lot of flexibility in their lives, but they're intelligent and they do it methodically and they just do a good job at it, you know? Um, yeah, it's kind of uh, hashtag inspirational, but yeah, I'm in my, I'm in my zone to just uh, try a bunch of stuff out. You know, I might fuck around and go lie. I might just go work at a law firm and just lie about my credentials. Just sit there and talk. Be like, yeah, I don't know, whatever you would say to get in there. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to go to Alaska. I'm excited to go to Alaska. I better see a fucking bear. Um, I was hanging out. <laughs> I was hanging out at my buddy Nate's house and he lives way out in the sticks, like out towards the mountains. He's the most antisocial person in the world, which is funny because he's the coolest person ever but uh i guess there's been a bear in his neighborhood and he's kind of a like just he's just kind of a chunk you know he's kind of like he's not fat he's just a chunk and uh he eats a lot dude i lived with him before like him and i had an apartment in seattle when we were 21 or something and one time he brought home this really fat black girl and she wanted to have sex with him but he got drunk and then <laughs> he <laughs> he <laughs> He puked next to the bed. Uh, he like kissed her and then he just looked over like, Rawr! 
and puke next to the bed. She still slept in the bed with them. But uh, <laughs> anyways, there's been a bear in his neighborhood and everybody's been scared at a burr. And he said he's the only one where the bear hasn't raided his garbage. And we came to the conclusion it's just because <laughs> he doesn't throw <laughs> he doesn't throw any food away because he eats it all. The bear goes through everybody else's. The bear, the bear rummages through everybody else's garbage because there's actually food in it. <laughs> his his garbage is just fucking beer cans and like the ends of asparagus. You know, the bear is probably like this sucks. Because he's got dogs, too. So he feeds all the salmon skin shit like that to the dogs. To the little doggies. So, yeah. I better see a fucking bear. I better see a feminist breaching the Alaskan Pacific water. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm nervous, you know? It's weird. I can I can, I can, can get up and talk in front of 100 people or way more or whatever about some shit that I have no idea what I'm talking about. And like this podcast, I've, I've no... There are going to be a couple hundred people watching this and, or not, I don't know, whatever. Nobody watches the video, but more people, way more people listen to this. But I, I don't, I came into this completely unprepared. I don't, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me to sit down and talk about things, you know, spill, spill some knowledge. But if I got to do shit with my hands, dude, if I'm doing shit with my hands, if I have one person breathing down my neck, I, I get really nervous. I don't know what it is. Um, I got really nervous when I was with Captain Big Dick and we're bringing his big ass. He's, he's got like a big ass fishing fucking vessel, but he's a boss ass dude. Like he owns his own company. He doesn't have to be out there on his boat. He's just kind of doing it to go fuck around, I think. And like can help can afford just like pay somebody like me to come out there and help him out, you know? And uh, we're going through what's called the locks. I don't I think it's, I don't know if it's a general term in general, but it's basically where you go from freshwater to salt water and they have to like, but there's a difference in the elevation of the water or whatever. It's, it's weird. So it's kind of like a, basically you got to like drop the boat down. You go into this little fucking chamber and then they drop the level of the water and they spit you back out into the Puget Sound. Right. And it was just Captain Big Dick and I, and I don't even know how to like tie off a boat, you know? Yet alone like a fucking 60 foot fishing boat. Okay. And so he's up top doing captain shit and I'm running around, uh, with my head chopped off, kind of freaking out. And there's a bunch of people. It's kind of a tourist thing. If you come to Seattle, if you look at one of the tourist things to do, they'll tell you, Oh, go check out the Ballard locks. Cause there's a fish ladder and you see all the big, you see all the boats going from fresh water to salt water, vice versa, you know? And uh, so there's a bunch of people up there watching. And then, uh, you know, Captain Big Dick is like, all right, it's going to be a starboard tie off. And we're probably going to start with the bow. I was kind of looking at him like, dude, I, I'm, I'm stupid. Like, what, what, what is that music? It's going to be on the right side of the front. I'm like, oh, okay. Could just say that. <laughs> but uh, I learned. And I had to like, throw this i had to like fucking throw a lasso you know i throw a lasso at like this little cleat and i missed you know i missed like first three tries and i just hollered at the guy working it's like hey dude help me out and you know he helped me out and there's all these people watching then i get the end of the rope and it's like i don't even know how to tie it off and i look in like the ass i finally get the front tied off and the ass is all swinging out i go back and throw the lasso to the other guy yeah that shit was scary but you know i did it 
So I'm kind of scared to go to Alaska and actually work on a boat. But I feel better about it because when we were sucking off the... when we, So we would anchor out in the sound and then these other boats would come up to us and then we would, uh, instead of sucking off their loads, we would do it by hand. So we would, you know, instead of sucking them off, we would hand them off with our hand. We would... Uh, we would get the load off with our hands and, um, well, Captain Big Dick wouldn't, but me and this Mexican guy would, and this guy who was cool as fuck. I, I couldn't understand a word a guy said, but I absolutely loved the guy. Uh, working with, anytime I've ever had to do anything labor-wise, and there's, the best scenario you can possibly be in is working with a Mexican guy. They are so kind, they are so friendly, they are so knowledgeable, and they just work their fucking asses off, okay? They don't bitch, they don't do anything, they, they just do their fucking job, you know what I mean? And so when you're working with them, and then if you don't know what they're doing, they're super, like, helpful. Like, I couldn't understand a fucking word this guy was saying, and he was just helping me out with everything. He, like, gave me a pair of his gloves and stuff. Awesome guy. And that's the experience. I've, I've universally had that experience, uh... Uh, shout out, shout out to the Mexicans, dude. Um, unless, unless, uh, it's like gang members, we got really bad people coming across the border. Uh, yeah. But anyways, I remember what I was talking about, uh, something, I'm just talking about fish this whole episode, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but sorry there hasn't been a podcast. Uh, let's address uh, the the Ellie pants. Uh, sorry there hasn't been a podcast. I just, I haven't, you know, there's been some life changes for me and uh, they've involved my previous relationship. And I just, I didn't want to come on here and, because once you say something, it's out there. And I just... Like I said, I'm just, I'm, I'm on my positive shit, you know? I'm on my, uh, I didn't want to misspeak because when I start going, I just go and then I start saying shit for, for the art of the joke, okay? For the art of the joke, I go way too far sometimes and I just don't, like, I want everybody to be, you know, I definitely want to, like, distance myself from a certain group of people because I feel absolutely just betrayed and fucking stupid but also like i have no it does mean no good to talk bad about people because i got big plans you know what i mean like i got i got shit that's happening like i just i don't need to fucking i don't eh, i don't need to be doing all that but anyways i uh, appreciate y'all tuning in please leave a review and the Apple Jump. And the Apple Jump, please leave a little review. And please tell somebody about the podcast if you enjoy it. And it's going to be the last one for a couple weeks. Like I said, wish me wish me luck while I'm up in Alaska. It's going to be dope because we're actually going to bring the boat back to Washington. I got to fly up there and I got to get on a little plane. And I'm terrified of little planes, dude. I got to fly up to uh, Craig, I think. And then I got to take a little... Or no, I got to fly into Anchorage and I got to take a little like eight seater plane, which I'm just absolutely terrified of. But I'm sure the views are just going to be dope. Um, and I, yeah, we'll see. 
We'll see. Something I've always wanted to do and the opportunity came up. And unfortunately, I'm going to be missing a wedding, uh, which is very, 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 very insanely unfortunate because I absolutely adore and love Jakey and Courtney. And I'm very, very, very sad I cannot make these two things happen at the same time. But um, shout out to Jakey and Courtney. I love you guys. Um, congratulations on your marriage by the time this is out. And actually, it might be premature. Might be a little premature because I'm probably going to release this um, on Monday, which is like the first or something, I think. I don't even know what fucking date it is. But uh, yeah, go buy a fucking t-shirt, leave a review, and uh, I appreciate y'all so much. Thank you so much. Uh, later. Bye. I'm sorry if I seem uninterested or I'm not listening or I'm indifferent. Truly, I ain't got no business here, but since my here. I just came to kick it, but really I would rather be at home all by myself Not in this room with people who don't even care about my well-being I don't dance, don't ask, I don't need a boyfriend So you can't go back, please enjoy your party, I'll be here Somewhere in the corner, under clouds of marijuana With this boy who's hollering, I can hardly hear TV with my beanie low, yo, I 